Learning to tame a powerful emotion in a healthy way. Today on Bold Steps with Mark Job. You can be angry. The fact that you are angry does not mean you've sinned or done anything wrong. It's what happens with your anger that can lead to sin. Welcome to Bold Steps with Mark Job. Mark is senior pastor of New Life Community Church in Chicago and president of Moody Bible Institute. As we continue our study of feelings and emotions, we'll be looking at a powerful yet paradoxical emotion, anger. Is it considered a strength or a weakness? Well, it might surprise you to learn that while anger seems like it's the most powerful and the strongest emotion we can have, it's actually a secondary emotion fueled by fear or sadness. Mark, you say it's okay to get angry about certain things, but we have to control it, don't we? Yeah, Jesus became angry. I think there's certain things we should become angry about. It gives an energy for change. But the Bible says, be angry and sin not. That's the, yeah. And oftentimes we allow our anger to channel us to sinful behavior. And uh, some people say, Wayne, well, I'm not really angry because they don't feel explosive. And you're going to discover that you can have explosive anger, stewing anger, or irritable anger. And so anger comes or manifests itself in various different ways. Well, let's learn how to uh, handle anger in a positive biblical way here with Mark's message right from God's Word. So I'm in a Starbucks minding my own business. I got my laptop computer out, and I get a phone call. The Starbucks is packed out, music is playing, people are chatting. I get a phone call, I answer the phone call, and normally I don't want to bother people, so I go outside in front, but it was cold. I didn't have my jacket, so I stayed inside, but I got up and I walked over by the merchandise so I wouldn't be around people. I'm just talking, not really loud, although my wife says I'm a loud person. I'm just talking on the phone, just kind of, and a little bit kind of intense conversation about what I'm talking about, some stuff that needed to get done that wasn't getting done and so forth. And so I walk over to my seat to sit down by my computer and there's this guy sitting there with his laptop computer and he looks at me and he goes, for those of you that couldn't see what I'm doing via podcast, I'm, I'm making some motions like, shut up, dude. And so I just... You know, I just finished my telephone conversation, but it kind of, I was a little stressed by the telephone conversation, and then it kind of irked me that he did it. I feel, you ever feel that little flare up in you, like a little flare? So I hung up, and I walked over to the other side of the Starbucks. I said, hey, excuse me, sir, he was sitting down. I said, did my telephone conversation bother you? He says, as a matter of fact, it did bother me. This is a public place. People come here to study, to work. You can't be having a conversation. Then I'm, I'm feeling it flare up a little bit more. Feeling it flare up, I said. Well, I said, I thought this was a public place. This is a cafe. If you want quiet, there's libraries all around you. I can give you the address for the library so that you can go to the library, okay? It's nice and quiet there. And he's starting to flare up. I'm starting to flare up. I walk over to my seat, and he's all mad, and I'm a little bit, you know, like flustered. Then he comes over to me and says, well, you know, you wouldn't talk in a restaurant. I said, sir, this is not a restaurant. It's a cafe. See, this person, they're talking. I don't tell them to be quiet. That person's talking. They're all talking. So go to the library. And so he walked out all stormed, and then I thought to myself, dude, what are you doing? 
Next Sunday, he's going to show up as a visitor in church and say, I know that guy. I'm like, whoa, what did I do? Why didn't I just let it go? Why didn't I say sorry? But, but anger does that to you. How about it? It kind of flares up and nothing like Chicago traffic to bring out the worst in you as well. It just, my wife tells me that I'm on an expressway and someone honks at me. Something about a honk that just irritates me. Like, why are you honking at me? What's the problem? And she says, let it go. What's the problem? Why are you honking? Did I do something? What you Go around me. And it's like, these like, let it go. You're in the flesh. And I realize I am in the flesh. Pipe it down. So anger's sort of like that. And here's the thing about anger. The thing about anger is that anger is not a sin. It's an emotion. But what anger is like is anger is like the light on your dashboard of the car. If it's blinking too much, it's telling you that there's a problem under the hood. I know your teenage daughter says, I don't know why that, why that light's blinking. I just put my makeup bag in front of it so it doesn't bother me. And, but listen, if that light is flashing on your dashboard a lot... It means that unless you pay attention to it, you're going to have a major problem. What it's telling you is that there's a problem under the hood that you need to look at. And if you don't deal with the problem under the hood, you're going to have a major breakdown. So the fact that you get angry occasionally is one thing. The fact that you blow up a lot in anger, regularly, frustrated, outburst of anger is an indication that there's some problems under the hood that need to be dealt with. And so I want to delve into that today. And as I got into this message, I realized, wow, I could do five messages on this and not even begin to scratch the surface. So I'm going to try to do it the greatest justice I can with the shortest time that we have in a passage that I think is a powerful passage found in Ephesians chapter 4. I'm looking at just a couple of verses in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26 through 27. Now, when we talk about anger, anger shows up in three ways, basically. There's explosive anger, where something happens, someone says something, and you just explode. And everybody around it knows it because it comes out of your mouth because you kick things, throw things, say things, and you're in a fit of anger, hitting everything. It's this energy inside of you that's got to go out. That's explosive anger. But anger can also be a stewing anger, kind of that under-the-surface anger that's just stewing, and people around you know it. If they say anything, boom, it pops out. It's just kind of people view you as an, just an angry person. Someone mentioned, hey, what, are you having a bad day? No, you having a bad day? It's just a kind of that, 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 that under the surface. And then there's the irritation, the kind of constantly frustrated. And I believe that anger manifests itself in several ways. And it tells us in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 27, Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on the cause of your anger. Do not give the devil an opportunity. The message says it this way. The translation of the message says, go ahead and be angry. 
you do well to be angry, but don't use your anger as fuel for revenge. And don't stay angry. Don't go to bed angry. Don't give the devil that kind of foothold in your life. Now, I want you to understand that every emotion that we have is given by God. We are created as emotional beings. So the emotion of anger is not a sin. God gets angry. You read through the Old Testament, it seems like God got pretty angry often, although he's patient and loving and kind. There are times when God becomes angry and God doesn't sin. There are times when Jesus became angry. Uh, You read in Mark chapter 3 that Jesus goes into the temple and they've turned the temple into swaparama and are cheating people. And Jesus goes in and he turns over tables and he takes out a whip and he drives animals out of the out of the temple. I mean, he's mad at what people have done to the house of God. And we know that Jesus was sinless. So that wasn't sin. That was righteous indignation and righteous anger. There are times that we should be angry. There's injustice that happens in our city. A 15-year-old gets shot in Little Village. That should make us angry. Prejudice. The victimizing of children. Physical and sexual abuse. Injustice that happens. It should cause us to have a surge of energy inside of us that says, that needs to be changed. That needs to be different. That shouldn't be tolerated. And I believe that God has given us the emotion of anger to motivate us with energy to do things that we normally wouldn't do in a positive way. So that's the good side of anger. However, the dark side of anger is that so many of our lives have been sabotaged by an emotion that's not used in a godly way, but actually is used in a very destructive way in our lives. And so the Apostle Paul, speaking to the Ephesian believers, is talking to them really about this whole, this whole idea of taking off the old and putting on the new. That's who you used to be, angry, violent, cussing, out of control people, but that's not who you are anymore. That's how you used to live, but that's not how you are called to live anymore. And the entire passage of Ephesians chapter 4 is talking about what it means to be led by the Spirit, taking off the old, putting on the new, being transformed, your new creations. That's part of your old life, not part of your new life. And in the context of this, he talks to them about anger. So verse 26 says, Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor. For we are all members of one body. In your anger, do not sin. I read this before to you. Be angry and do not sin. Psalm chapter 4 verse 4 says, in your anger, do not sin. In essence, what he's telling us, the apostle Paul, is you can be angry. The fact that you are angry does not mean you've sinned or done anything wrong. It's what happens with your anger that can lead to sin. So I'm going to give you three don'ts to diffuse your anger. You're listening to Bold Steps with me, Mark Job, and we'll get right back to those three points 
after this break. We will. Thank you, Mark. Right now, I want to remind everyone that you can always find these daily programs online and catch up on anything you might have missed on the radio by going to our website, boldstepsradio.org. Or if you enjoy taking long walks during these fall evenings or simply run a lot of errands during the day, be sure to add the Bold Steps podcast to your mobile device and take these Bible lessons with you anytime. Just open up your podcast app on your phone or smart device, search for Bold Steps with Dr. Mark Job, and tap the subscribe button. When you do, we hope you'll leave us a comment and, of course, a five-star rating to help other listeners discover the program. By the way, you can also find additional teachings from Mark available on YouTube by subscribing to the Bold Steps YouTube channel. There you'll discover new teaching videos from Mark on various topics like overcoming addiction, dealing with anger, and the power of prayer. Just log into your YouTube account, search for Bold Steps Radio, and click the subscribe button. And if it helps, our website handle is youtube.com slash at boldstepsradio. Now, if Spanish is your first language, don't miss Pasos Adathas, our new one-minute devotional for our Spanish-speaking friends. Pasos Adathas means bold steps in Spanish, I'm told, and we hope that Mark's teaching helps you do just that. Find it on our website in the drop-down menu. Just look for Pasos Adathas at boldstepsradio.org. Now, back into the second half of Mark's message on anger. Mark will be laying out the three don'ts for diffusing your anger. Three don'ts. Number one, don't let it turn. Don't let it turn. Anger can quickly turn into damaging, destructive behavior if not channeled. Okay, so your anger, angry, don't let it turn destructive. Remember the, the, that old sitcom, I can't remember if it's Marvel, but, but, but the Hulk. It's turning, it's turning, he's fighting it. And when it turns, watch out. The green beast. He goes from mild-mannered Dr. Banner to this wild animal that tears everything apart in his way. And so don't let it turn. Stop it before it turns into something destructive. Anger's an emotion. We can feel it, but there's sometimes seconds, only seconds between we feel the surge in the energy and between our mouth starts to spew out um, abusive, downgrading, critical, cuss-filled language. Sometimes there's only seconds before we feel the energy till it bursts out of us. But there is a choice that we can make to not let it turn into anger. I feel the energy, what am I going to do about it? I feel the rage, what am I going to do about it? So don't let it turn into something destructive. I heard of a little boy that was watching a pastor build a fence. And he just stood there for a long time just watching the pastor build that fence. And so the pastor said, hey, are you interested in how I build this fence? It's pretty good. He said, I got this little system. He said, no. He said, well, why are you watching me so intently? He said, I want to see what a pastor does when he hits his finger with a hammer, what he says. (laughs) He knows, hey, you hit your finger, that surge comes up, you're a little bit mad. What's going to happen now? What do you say? There's only a second response between what we say. James chapter 1 verse 19 and 20 says, My dear brothers, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to what? To anger. So many of us operate off of the opposite. 
We are slow to listen, super quick to speak, and super quick to get angry. Because he goes on to say, for man's anger does not bring about the righteous life that God desires. When you get angry, you're usually not living in the spirit or doing what God wants you to do. This emotion surges up. And when it's man's anger, it doesn't bring about the righteous life that God desires. Listen, if you are constantly on the edge of blowing up, you need to lift up the hood and see what's wrong underneath. Occasionally, everybody's going to get angry. But if you live constantly, the littlest thing that people do, you blow up, angry right away. You may not notice it, but ask some people around you, am I, am I an angry person? They probably won't be honest in the beginning because they think you're going to get angry at them. <laughs> but ask them anyways, because some people live on the verge of an explosion all of the time. Now, Proverbs chapter 16, verse 32 says, He who is slow to anger and rules his spirit is better than one who captures a city. And as the ability to be slow to anger and to control your spirit makes you better than someone that conquers a whole city, a, a valiant warrior, because you have the ability to manage your own self. Anger shows up three ways, explosive, stewing, and irritable. Here's what I want you to know. Track with me. This is really important. I believe that we need to ask ourselves this question. We need to ask ourselves the question of what am I getting through my anger that I'm willing to do it in a sinful way? What am I getting? What am I obtaining when I'm angry that I'm willing to do it in a destructive way? Because all of us get angry for a reason. I believe that anger oftentimes is a learned behavior. Uh, the mother in a Kmart walking through a Kmart with her one-year-old in the cart. And the one-year-old sees the candy on the, on the counter and says, candy. And the mother says, no, you can't have candy because you already had your candy. You can't have candy every day. And the, and the child goes, ah. Stop while you're whining. Ah. I said, stop. You're, ah. Arching the back, ah, give me candy, candy, flinging, flowing, arching their back. I don't know. They, they must be a school to teach kids to arch their back early on in life because they all just naturally do it and scream and get red in the face. And then the mother says, okay, 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 settle down, settle down. Here, you can have one candy, only one candy. You know what you just taught that child? You just taught that child that anger and tantrums are rewarded. That little child keeps growing up. Now we have 40-year-old men <laughs> in their household. They can't find the TV changer. Or no one's wanting them to watch the program that they want. And they say, who got the TV changer? How can we get, I can never get this done in the house. How come, why are we doing this? And everybody says, okay, okay, okay. All right, you can watch that program. Oh, this house, no one gives me any respect. No one listens to me. Uh, you know what we have there? We have a one-year-old behavior in a 40-year-old man. 
You learned it when you were a kid and you've been doing the same thing. Oh, now you can articulate it better. Now it looks better, macho. We call you macho. But really, it's a one-year-old behavior in the body of a 40-year-old man because it's the same thing that you're getting. You're getting your way by throwing a temper tantrum. Let me tell you this, men. You say, well, no one will listen to me unless I get mad in my household. Listen. Anger is a shortcut way to get your way, but ultimately it does a lot of damage along the way. So you may get your way with the movie that you're going to watch, but every time you blow up out of control, you lose something in the process. You lose the respect of your family. There's a sense of you're not a safe person. Damage relationships and listen to me men. Oh, and I'm not just talk, picking on the men here I'm picking on you for a little bit. I'm picking on the wives and the, and the women in just a second too. listen whether you're a man or a woman If you get your way by throwing a temper tantrum, let me tell you you're damaging your relationship But there's something else that's happening. You are teaching your children How to manage their household When they're older and you'll never overcome anger unless you first of all take responsibility. I am responsible for my actions. No one makes me behave the way I do. I am responsible for my actions. Reminding us that we're all responsible for our own actions. This is Bold Steps, the Bible teaching of Mark Job. Oftentimes, it's easier to blame others instead of working on ourselves, but that changes when we begin to live in community and we begin to support others and be supported too. And being a friend who supports another person is a great picture of what a bold partner is. When you partner with us, you'll get the blessing of supporting your fellow listener with God's authentic and bold word. Plus, you'll get some personal perks as well. And we've made signing up easy online at boldstepsradio.org. Or let us know you want to become a bold partner by calling one of our team members at 844-615-7363. That's 844-615-7363. And when you give a monthly gift of $30 or more, we'll give you a 50% discount on the entire line of books, DVDs, and Bible studies from Moody Publishers. So don't delay, become a Bold Partner right now. And when you give a gift of any amount to support Bold Steps, we'll say thanks by sending you the bookmark mentioned earlier by Dr. Gary Chapman called Anger. And then don't forget, Bold Steps is now offering a way for you to get stepping in your walk with Christ. I love how we put that, get stepping in your walk with Christ. Let us help you start the week off with a dose of inspiration and a challenge from Mark. Mark, we call this the Bold Stepper Weekly. And as you know, it comes to our listeners' email box when they sign up. It comes automatically every Monday, and we're looking forward to getting this into people's hands. Mondays happens to be the worst day for so many people. (laughs) Monday, Monday. You know, it's trying to get started into your work week, and sometimes there's that sluggishness, that I got to go back to work. And so we all need that boost, that sense of encouragement. And so... What we're doing here with this Bold Stepper is we're, if you sign up, we're going to send you something to get your week off to the right start. A word of encouragement, a quote, a, a, a clip of a message that's done, but something to say, hey, God 
is in control of this week. Let's put on the right attitude and let's take bold steps this week for God. There is no cost, no obligation. You can sign up for the Bold Stepper Weekly at boldstepsradio.org. And Mark, before we say goodbye today, I have a bit of a personal question I'd like to ask. When you read the headlines about some of the laws that are getting passed and religious freedoms being challenged and the long-held truths are being torn down, do you ever get discouraged? You know, it's easy to see the dark clouds surrounding and sometimes to get a little anxious, but I'm always reminded God is in control. He is sovereign. He is on the throne. I grew up in a country when my parents were church planting where we had both population and governmental authorities opposed to us. Hmm. We had to meet in a horse stable, and my father was taken into the secret police and interrogated. Goodness. And windows were broken. They tried to burn our doors down. And so I felt some of that oppression that was there. But let me tell you, the end story was that God came through, and we saw literally hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of people come to Christ, churches planted. Even in a dark setting, God is sovereign and in control when his people bravely speak the gospel. And you had a great example in your dad and your mom, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this month, our Bold Step gift is on that theme of brave faith. It's a book by Alistair Begg entitled Brave by Faith, and you can give a donation and request this book right now by going to our website at boldstepsradio.org or pick up the phone and give us a call. Ask for Brave by Faith when you call 844-615-7363. That's 844-615-7363. You can also send your gift and request Alistair's book in the mail. Address an envelope to Bold Steps, 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. I'm Wayne Shepard, inviting you to join us again tomorrow when we'll learn how to keep anger from stealing the show and sabotaging your life. It's part two of today's message, and you'll hear it here Tuesday on Bold Steps with Mark Joe. Bold Steps is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.